Hey, Kev, it's time to record a new Smodcast. Fuck off. I'm listening to one of the other great shows on the Smodcast Podcast Network. Scott? There's so many to choose from. You damn skip it. There's so many to choose from. I'm on five every week myself, man. Uh, Hollywood Babylon on Monday. Smodcast with you on Tuesday. Jane, Silent Bob, Get Old on Wednesday with Jay Muse. Fat Man on Batman every Thursday. And then I wrap up the week with education with Andy McElfrish. There's so many to choose from. Hell yeah, son, and those aren't the only podcasts. Those are just the ones I'm involved with. What about the podcasts of Smodco that don't feature me, man? Like Tell Em Steve Dave, Last Week on Earth with Ben Glebe, I Sell Comics with Ming and Mike. There's so many to choose from. Hey, man, there's also Film School Fridays or NetHeads or Get Up On This, Team Jack. There's so many to choose from. The Breaks, man. Waking from the American Dream. Bagged and Boarded. Phoebe. Soundbite Nation. These are all the shows you could be listening to over at Smodcast.com, Scott. There's so many to choose from. And if audio's not enough for you, man, if you're just like, no, I want the thick dick of video as well, man, we can go to our YouTube channel, which is C-Smod. Or you can watch Comic Book Men, our show on AMC, following The Walking Dead and The Talking Dead every Sunday. Sunday night. There's so many to choose from. That's right, Scott. There are so many to choose from. So get choosing, kids. Go to smodcast.com. Start getting picky, man. Stick these sweet, sweet oral sounds into your ear pussies. There's so many to choose from. You said that already. There's so many to choose from. Both, yeah, this easy. is fair. Uh, welcome to Phoebe number 32, everybody. 32. Oh my god, a week later, one week to the day we recorded Phoebe 31 and 32. Here it is because Scott is leaving town, he's going to Chile. But I, I have, I'm here next weekend. We're gonna do another podcast before he leaves. <laughs> what they're getting three in a row? That would, I bullshit. That would probably blow, that would break everybody's brain open. It'd be weird if people start canceling. Or not listening because Do you realize, there's too many. But now it, maybe people are so tuned in yeah. to like. Well, I love it. Like uh, when people are like, "When's the next feeb up?" And I can go, "It's up now. It just came up. It just today. came up." Yeah, that was a fun week of. As opposed to when they ask, like, "Where the hell is the new feeb?" As like, soon as we get to, I can't. What's feeb? I don't understand. Um, so this is uh, yeah. So you're gonna get three in a row, guys. I think maybe who knows? Now that we've said it, our schedules aren't gonna work out next week. Every time we, every time we. St- declare anything yeah, it, it doesn't, doesn't happen, happen. <laughs> so so let's figure out something to declare i declare that we will end up having to go to war with russia i'm like rever- oh, so right I'm re- here I'm in reverse, this room where i'm reverse jinxing it I'm, i would say that probably the rule applies to ourselves oh okay so it's like doesn't work anything that we declare that we will do <laughs> oh all right it doesn't work internationally I declare that we, Scott and I, if we uh, if we do end up going into a, a large scale conflict with another country, Scott and I will be on the front lines fighting, without yeah, without any worry of dying. <laughs> Just trying to opposite declare. I don't, oh, okay, yeah. so then we, so we're not so actually we won't go. No, no, no. So we will not be courageous. <laughs> we're going to be courageous. We're going we to be courageous. Too. Because then we don't have to be. Exactly. Because we secretly. That's kind aren't. of the beauty of it. That's really. We're <laughs> so then we should say we're not going to record three in a row. 
Right. Yeah, no, we're not. I'm sorry. And see if reverse engineering yeah. works. Now, what's interesting about the room that we're in is this is the new this is the new Nerdist Podcast Studio. Yes. So what we're actually sitting in is a actually really nicely designed. It tricked out. I it's, can I feel like I can use the word words yeah. tricked out. It is a tricked out I mean studio. There are DSLR cameras mounted everywhere. Yeah. That can record to a hard drive somewhere. Like one, two, three, four, five, six. There's six of these things. Uh, there's nice wood, Nerdist logo everywhere. Uh, really just soundproofing. Yeah, soundproofing. It's just decked out. There's to, a thi- I don't know. I don't necessarily know the function of this. Here's, of- here's the weird thing about this, okay? That wall that we see, Scott and I are staring at a large, uh, opaque glass yeah. wall. Because that doesn't with go to the outside, Nerdist logo. does it? It doesn't, but that wall rolls out so people can watch us do podcasts. Oh, so it's like a privacy screen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. So if you so if you wanted to do that, you could do that. But if you wanted to also be like not do that, then you don't have to do that. Exactly. It's the option if you, you like to be observed. Do. See, I don't want people to watch Yeah, me. I don't want people to watch it. That's why we have it closed right now. But people could see us, our shadow. Yeah. Like so you we and can, like, I were, pretend to fuck each other yeah, in the people shadows. People are like, oh, my God. Yeah, they, they, they finally totally did it. Did, they did Years it. of sexual tension are finally released. <laughs> but burst all over the new place. But the other thing about this room, I've been told, is that there is a bizarre electronic uh, noise interference thing that's been happening with all of our equipment. And they've tried a number of different ways to route the wiring to make this thing go away. So they say that this room is haunted. Haunt, like a technology like go- a technology electricity ghost and what's so interesting can, about this room do you want to try like or a- rather this annex area of meltdown is that apparently a couple of years ago when that big blackout happened this was the only room in the city that had power really yeah so it's like some it's, it's like, like a, a spirit like, is in here and it's just like i like, don't know I don't. I don't. I'm not doing what everybody else is doing. I, it's 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 like a solar ghost. Yeah, it's generating its own power. It's pretty, and it's, it can give or take. Yeah, it can, and it's right now. It's taking away our ability to do podcasts in here. But Scott and I are running our own independent little our setup indie here. Studio. We've got uh, we got the we got the Zoom. We got a couple of mics. We're ignoring all these amazing five hundred dollar microphones that are sitting in front of us. Yes, and we're, we're taking on all the stuff that's tricked out yeah and not we're moving it except the chairs are actually the chair is very sturdy, comfortable, comfortable. Yeah. I'm, I'm i like really the liking chair it. i like the carpet i like the, the whole good. vibe i'm really happy with this you know what it does feel a little bit like it feels like a um a bomb shelter yeah a tricked out bomb shelter so you're saying podcast. If, if la went down we'd be okay we'd be in we here could, still i mean doing, we couldn't broadcast we'd be doing the last <laughs> we'd be doing the last phoebes we could, i already did a podcast today scott at 10 o'clock in the morning i did a podcast I mean, how do you it's feel about like, that? You mean, am I jealous? Yeah, I feel like you haven't done nearly as much as I've done with my day today. I got up at six forty. I got up at six. <laughs> Whatever. I got forty minutes of sleep that you didn't get. <laughs> <laughs> so I improved upon. <laughs> I will be better. <laughs> I uh, I got up at six, and then, um, like most days, I get up. Yep. I turn on my espresso machine. Oh, let's walk. Let's walk us through. Let's walk us through Scott Mosier's daily life. So a typical. Here's a typical Scott Mosier Sunday. Sunday on Sunday. Yeah, a a Sunday. Sunday. Sunday's very different. Okay, Sunday's so a different day. We're going to take a walk through Scott Mosier's shoes. So, so I don't work out on Sundays. Great. We're already I having still, a good time. I still do. I get up around six. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I turn on the espresso machine. Fancy. I mean, I'm being very. I'm, this is like this is, no, minute this is, by I minute. Want it. I you want, want it. the I details. Want it. So you get up. What do you do when you get up? Do you do you roll over, kiss Alex, or do you just? I'm not going to bother her. I'm gonna I'm gonna just sneak out so she. Can I wake sleep. up and I just I just sneak out. You sneak the out. The dogs heard. They none the of night. them wake up. So the do- dogs are sleeping through you. Oh yeah, they don't. Nobody gets up. Alex is like, fuck this bullshit. She's asleep. Yep. Um, I get dressed. I turn on the espresso machine. What is? Hang on. Let's take a step back. What does Scott Moser sleep in? Nothing. Nothing. You sleep in the nude? Yeah. <laughs> really? Why is that? It that's so giggles. surprising to me. <laughs> really? I don't know. That's comfortable for you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I find it very, I find it the opposite where it's like, I hate wearing clothes. Wow. This is. When I'm, I, like, not right I now. Hate, I hate having my shirt off. Oh, I like, I, as soon as I'm like, I, it's hard for me to sleep with clothes on. This Especially is, a t-shirt. It drives me crazy. This is amazing. I feel like I'm start choking. So is there any point where you're like, maybe I'm just going to incorporate some boxers into this sleep ritual? No. How about in the winter? Nope. Even when you're up north and it's freezing? No. Yeah. I mean, it's like once you put a like once you put like a, a, a extra blanket on or something, once you're in, you're in. I mean, the only part of your head, part of your body is exposed your head. So you sometimes, okay, sometimes you'll sleep with a hat on. Yes. With a winter hat. A, a ski, like a, a, what do they call it? Um, okay, so Scott, you sleep naked. This is very surprising. So, so okay. I'm like, we'll I'm go back in time. already stunned with so, your day. So we'll go back in time. Oh, we're going So further. I'm naked. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm totally nude. <laughs> I wake up. I usually have like... Um, I usually just throw on shorts yep. and the t-shirt. Great. I turn on the espresso machine. That's your uniform, by the way. Like, I If know. I had to describe Scott's uniform to people at home, Scott's everyday life uniform is uh, is a, a pair of athletic shorts and and a t-shirt with a hoodie. That That's how you see me a That's lot. exactly how you don't I see really you see, when I go to When I go to work in meetings and stuff like that, I, I usually... I've seen you at some meetings. Yeah. And he'll, 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 he'll put on some pants. He'll yeah, put on I'll a cover long my pant. knees. <laughs> put on a long <laughs> pant. Maybe a plaid shirt. I'll clean up a little bit. But yeah, my normal thing is just like shorts and a t-shirt. Just living life. I just live, I live, and then and, and then I just can't wait to take them off. So it's like what <laughs> you live your daily life in the clothing that is closest to nude for you. Yeah, like as comfortable as you can get. I don't like to me is like there's a freedom like we, and I'm not a nudist though. Like I'm not the guy who, like I don't want to go. I don't want to go to a nudist. Thing. No and one's asking you to. I do don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna jump in right now and say no one is asking you to do this. But I, it, just in case somebody is, <laughs> um, or like on Twitter, suddenly all the nudists come after hey, me. Come like, on, ally fun. yourself, <laughs> closet nude. <laughs> um, but I do like to me the at night where you're just like it's the time to be nude. Yeah. It's natural. I mean, it's natural. It's the one time at night where it's like you can just be totally nude and like I just am like I. I like I, I was staying at my sister's house and uh-huh. I was crashing on the couch and I'm like, she's oh, got you two do? young kids. You I gotta do? wear clothes. You gotta wear clothes in that sort of situation. Yeah. So you're never really comfortable. It's it's Not hard on a, cl- it's, on a couch. It's distracting. Like, what if you were like? Because my nieces will run in and yeah, be like, sure. wake up, and you're and like, like, you can't be nude. And Uncle like, Dick. Like, yeah, they call you Uncle Dick from now on. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, <laughs> Uncle Scott's got his dick out <laughs> again. <laughs> what do you do about like a morning erection? You know what you do with a morning erection. (laughs) (laughs) 
How old are you? It's like, you know. Wait, Scott, what are you doing? I don't understand. It's just there. I just stare at it. And I'm confused. Wait, 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 I can't pee. Uh, what do you do with an afternoon erection or a nighttime erection? Dogs don't wake up. Dogs don't wake up. Nobody's distracted by my erection. Nobody, nobody, nobody cares. Maybe one of the dogs will kind of open their eyes and look at me. But all they right. all think I'm crazy. Okay. Let's back this up a little bit even more. Okay. Is, I'm really fascinated by Scott's daily life. Yeah. What is your what is your sleeping position? What is your preferred s- position? Back, side, stomach, side, what do you do? side. You're a side sleeper. I'm not. I can, do some, you face away from your wife or towards your wife? Both. Oh, okay. I've, There's no rhyme or reason. Yeah, I flip. Yep. I mean, I usually I wake up at least once a night, probably around three ish for about like I'll always wake up. Really? Yeah. Do you pee or just usually I pee? Yeah. Um, but sometimes I just kind of wake up for a bit. And now is this is this is this is this been a thing you've done like forever? Like, it's been a while now. Yeah, Scott's been doing this since he was yeah. like twenty or what? Um, I wouldn't say twenty. I would say the last ten years or so. Put this in airplane mode. In case. Like me, like waking up. Like I wake up at. I wake. I don't set an alarm. Mm-hmm. Like I don't set an alarm. That's just that's just bold. I just I would. I love it. I wake up at the light. I respect it. I have windows in the in the. You're bedroom. in tune with the environment, Scott. I just it's uh what is it the circadian rhythms? Yeah. that's me. Yeah, that's my middle name. <laughs> Scott Circadian Rhythms Motion. That's <laughs> <laughs> the worst middle name ever. Your parents are bitch. They're like, he loves the sun. Look at him. Look at my son. <laughs> Scott. Circadian Rhythms. <laughs> Let's make it his middle name. <laughs> that or William. One or the other. But then I just kind of wake up. Yep. It's usually... It's why I hate daylight saving time because there's that period right when they like now it's fine because yeah, the yeah, sun's up it's around five forty. Yeah, but it's that there's that month period where it's like, I'm it's like six thirty, six forty or whatever when the light really because it's like you slowly wake up. So then you're waking yourself up. Then I'm using an alarm. Oh, okay. So there's I a half of the year where Scott's like, mm-hmm. I need an alarm. I do because I I'm like I gotta wake up and it's dark. Are you the kind of guy that really like, bums me out? If I say, "Hey Scott, I got you booked on the next flight out. Uh, it's it's uh, seven twenty in the morning. Are you gonna set an alarm? Yeah. If I gotta get because if I gotta get there at six twenty. Yeah. Yeah. If it's dark out, once again, if it's dark out, I gotta set an alarm. What if it's eight thirty? So I mean, theoretically, your 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 body should wake you up. Yeah, if it, if it feels like in a normal time when I would get up between like at the latest I would step out of bed is probably like six fifteen at the latest. Okay, is the, is like because the good thing about waking up with the sun that is the latest time you'd slip your naked body out yeah, past your totally dogs nude. And wife. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what I do is I get up and I just stand at the end of the bed and present myself. <laughs> For the listener, Scott did stand up and present himself. <laughs> so I just present myself and they don't do anything. <laughs> sure, sure. They're all just sleeping. They don't care. And uh, so I do that. Okay. So you're up. You slipped out. You go down. You go. You don't go downstairs. You're on the same level. I'm on the same level. You actually walk up two steps, right? Isn't there like a little step up? Well, the living room's sunken by a step, but yeah. I usually go. So if I go, you go around. If I go, because our, our house is kind of a loop. You go around to avoid the steps. No, because it's just, I don't know, it's like a pattern where it's like, I leave our bedroom, I yep. go around, I click on the espresso machine, then I go down the step, and, <laughs> yep. Yep. and then into my bathroom, uh-huh. and then I brush my teeth. Uh, at this, at the slip out, the slip outs happen, you, you exit, do you exit your room nude? Because you have two wives. 
I have. There's somebody staying at the house now. Um, so no. Okay. So you're, you're, you've, you've put on shorts. There was a huge debate about like, cause my wife's friend is, is staying there for a little bit right now. And, but she, she'll stay here and there. And like, it was all about at 3am. It became a big debate about the, about the, uh, the 3am or the 3am urination. Yeah. And so I like normally I just go. Yeah. And then it became a like, well, you got it like keeping a pair of shorts by the bed so I could like get up, slip them on, and go. Oh, that adds like although I so was, many steps. To although your I was just like, what does it matter? I'm like, what is the what's the what's the percentage chance that that she is going to walk out right? Yeah, while I'm doing it, it's minuscule. one that she's awake. It's minuscule, and and that she's awake doesn't hear me mm. and gets out. <laughs> So this is a battle you fought and lost, I'm assuming. I sort of lost, but then at a certain point, like I was just like... You could also just tell them that you're doing that. They're not going to know. Well, they don't know. Because I don't... Yeah. Sometimes I just... It, it's like... A, it's it's probably 50-50. Sometimes I do it. Sometimes I'm just like, what does it matter? Because I don't even care. I'm like... It wouldn't, it wouldn't be something where I'd be like... It's not like I would shake it at her or like chase her or like do anything. <laughs> would you just yell at her when you see her? I mean, I'm yeah, that's my dick. Yeah, that's right. I have one. <laughs> you just wake up, Alex. What's happening? Why are you yelling? She's like, "Why are you dick? making it so awful?" <laughs> <laughs> I assume that if she opened the door, she would be like my thing, and not to be a jerk, but it's like I. My thing is like, if you're the nude one, yeah, it's like. It's the other person who's going to deal with them. It. Yeah, it's on, it's them. on them. They're the ones going to be like, ah, I agree with you. And run. And I agree with like, you. I'm fine. I'm just gonna I wholeheartedly pee. agree with yeah. you. That's what I've been saying for you. She's going to run away. I don't have to deal with yeah. it. That's what I say. That's why I don't mind walking around a locker room naked. I'm yeah. like, whatever. You know, you have to deal with the fact that I look horrible naked. <laughs> I've already accepted that. Yeah. I know I've what already I look like. This. I've gone through this. No, you have to do this it in a shorter on, period of this time. on you. And you're going to do it real fast. Um, So. Um, so I do. I get up. I put on clothes. I love how we're still. We, <laughs> we still haven't even gotten, gotten to the coffee maker. <laughs> so so I do. I, but even before. Whoa. Right. So even if there was no one staying with us, mm-hmm. I still would put on clothes. Okay. Um, that's just force a habit. Just, that would be normal. Yeah. You've exited the bedroom. It's now time to be a clothed human being. I got my clothes on, my shorts, and my t-shirt. You hear that nudist? He's not going for it. Yeah. So. <laughs> Please stop. Stop, stop <laughs> your stop your not emailing. Stop what you might do <laughs> if you're listening and you care. So then I go to click on the coffee I machine. Just I'm just letting you know. <laughs> we got to laugh enough to snort. <laughs> so then I turn on the espresso machine because it's got to warm up. Um, and then I go brush my teeth and I put in my contacts. Okay. Splash some water in my face, you know? You do that? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Very, like, you live in a novel. <laughs> like, no one does that in life. What, people don't splash novel. water in your face? Character. You no don't one splash does water that. in your face? Who does that? Who I assume everybody. No one does that. <laughs> I assume. You saw that in a movie when you were seven and have just adopted it for your life. I gotta understand, like... Uh, Are you, have you never done it? I'm posing this question to the listeners... Uh, vote, vote, splash, yes, <laughs> splash, yes. <laughs> Hashtag splash, yes. Oh, tag, every morning. Uh, tag at Smosher and at Matt Myra. I do it every morning. I do it probably f- three times it's a day. M I R A, not not none of this Y bullshit. <laughs> okay, everybody, just get over it. 
Anyway, so you th- you splash water in your face three times a day? Yeah. Do you ever do it like in the middle of a crazy meeting? You think it's going poorly? I start you grab a water bottle, <laughs> <and start laughs> it in my face. face. <laughs> like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I just you know. Do you encourage yourself in the mirror as well? Like, what is this? I fucking come on, Mosher. You're gonna do this. <laughs> you're gonna do it. You're gonna go out and walk the dog. <laughs> no, I like. I mean, in the morning, if your dick's out, that's on them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Believe in your dick. <laughs> Believe in your dick. <laughs> uh, okay, so you splash water in your face. This is this is after the cup. After the why don't you try it tomorrow? Tomorrow I'll morning, do it. I'll try it tomorrow morning. Well, see, do you, here here's a, the difference. though. do you jump in the shower right away? First, the first step out of my bathroom, out of my bedroom, is to the shower. See, that's what's different. If you are a, a an immediate shower person. Scott, I got, I got to. I don't want to go downstairs. That's the thing. I'm already upstairs. You know how my apartment is. Yeah, that would yeah. be, be down the stairs and then around the corner, and then I have to flick on the coffee machine. Actually, my coffee machine stays on all night. I just hit a button and it just starts making coffee. Uh, but that's a whole. I don't want to do that. I that's just want to go right. But to I the don't shower. see. I don't shower. But see, I'm gonna. You don't shower. I don't shower, Scott. I just stand in the backyard, and the wife <laughs> takes a hose and like, <laughs> blasts me with it and chucks me a bar of It's soap. like a depression era. You're a depression era child. she throws some of that like, like in prison. They throw delousing. Out, like, delousing. Delousing shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is a side thing, but I was talking on a different I, – I did a Game of Thrones podcast this morning talking oh, about yeah. Game of Thrones, which I had never seen okay. until I watched an episode. Um. But what we were somehow my brain got us over to Shawshank Redemption, and then I was talking about how I would like to see a sequel to the Shawshank Redemption done now of Andy and Red in Sewatanejo. And here's what I figured out that blew my mind. And tell me if you're on board. If you're not on board, I'll get off this train. Okay. But let's talk about it. So Andy goes to prison in what forty six, forty seven, somewhere around there, right? Yeah. He's in there for nineteen years. So he gets out in 66, 1966, okay. 1967, yeah. around there. And then Red. And then and Red gets out uh, a little bit after that, not too long after that. They take, uh, they go down to Sewatanejo. Shawshank came out in what, 94? Yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah. Okay. All right. You're following yeah, yeah. me so far? Yeah, yeah. If we do a sequel and we age them to where they are now, we would be able to do. A vacation beach Mexico movie that takes place in the late eighties. You'd get to see Red and Andy just having a fucking great time in the eighties oh. in Mexico, just living life. They'd be eighty. How old do you think they'd be? Eighty. Well, they'd be it'd be in the eighties. So I mean, we well, just, they'd be twenty years older than they were at the yeah. end of the movie. So here's what we do: we just make it. We just sort of fudge the aging a little bit. I mean, and make them, and make them as old as they are now. So they're at seventy something or I don't know. How old is Morgan Freeman? He's gotta be like seventy something. He looks right? great. That's my point. Anyways. And Tim Robbins looks great. So what you're saying, eighties Yeah. We make it an eighties a fucking eighties romp. Because they bought a hotel, didn't they? Make it an eighties romp, yeah. They bought a hotel, yeah. right? So they're they, just living down there. And then they just turn it into like Oh my god, it's cocktail. It's cocktail and red it red <laughs> runs the bar. Yeah. This is like this movie. The blow needs like, to be blow made. They're like they're, they're flock of seagulls is playing. They're just <laughs> having a good time. 
They're just like really into red somehow. Is like really into new wave. So he's like, I think like, it has. The does it have any legs? Does it have any legs? No. Yeah. But okay. It's an amazing. It's an amazing. Like it's just those characters. In tangent. Yeah. Do you do? All right. Anyway, back to <laughs> Scott's life. Well, you're the one that started talking about delousing powder. <laughs> What do you expect from what you, me? What do you think I'm going to think about? What do you think I'm going to think about? Think Word about that, association. I'm going to think about that fat guy that died the first night. <laughs> That's me. That's me, Scott. Is that why you're in the middle of the movie? Crying, crying. crying. my mama. Every time I see it. That was me. <laughs> Mom! They killed him. <laughs> He's crying. <laughs> Um, okay, so I splash water in my face. Which to me, is like might the be fact my favorite that topic you, we've ever talked about. Go ahead. The fact that you find that splashing water in your face. We'll see you shower. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's the thing. Yeah, like if you're not going to shower, I have water then shot it's at my face. Very necessary before I meditate. Whoa, for 20 minutes. What? Hang on, you just like turned the world on its head <laughs> right now. Hang on, let's back this up. <laughs> Your espresso machine's on, and you're just going to go meditate while the espresso's brewing? Well, it's heating up. The so machine, machine heats takes up. a while to heat up. And why don't you leave the machine on constantly? Uh, so it's always ready to go for you. I don't know, because I don't need to. Interesting. Because why use the power up? Why not? Because, you You're know. an American. <laughs> yeah, you're a pig. <laughs> <laughs> you can leave that shit on. Um, I turned. I turned. Our house is very like. Turn that off. Does it, is it programmable? Can you program it to come on? No, it doesn't. Like Keurig, I can program it. It's not a. It's not like a. It's like a wrench. It's. I would probably say long. Wrong. Probably say long. Uh, Ranchilio. 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 So you you got you got. It's an espresso you're machine. Like a three thousand dollars espresso machine. No, 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 no. How much is this one? I think it was about a thousand. Thousand dollars. Yeah. Four figures. We're into the four figures on the. I think it was nine ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but with the, I think the whole thing it was like the espresso machine and the. I got like a good grinder. Okay. Um, I think the whole thing was about a thousand dollars for the whole thing. Now, at the time, I was like, I sat down and I worked it out. Where I was like, because I was going to buy coffee constantly, and I was like, between my wife and I, two yep. people yep. per day. I was like, I can pay it off in like very little time because yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do so this math is down right at the now. slow. This is down at the slow coffee place. You're running down there because that's expensive coffee. It is, and it's slow. Yeah, at this place, twenty minutes. This place called Scott Mosher's house. This place, I I splash some water on my face. It the machine is warming up. Warming it's doing up. its thing, and you're also warming up. By and meditating. I'm mentally warming up. Yeah, by meditating. <clears throat> so I then I sit down. <clears throat> once I've done all that, I sit. Where down. do you sit? In the living room. Okay. You sit on one of the couches or do you sit on the floor? I sit on the couch. Okay. The I have a little couch. bit of back you have a deep support. Couch. You're ready to go. I like it. Yeah. Well, I have the one that's very deep mm-hmm. and then the one that's a little bit normal. Okay. So, so you're I sit on the normal one. And I get a little bit of back, back support. support. Yeah. <clears throat> it's I, I've done it before, like out on the floor. Mm-hmm. I did that for a while with no back support, but I can do that a little bit better in the afternoon. In the morning, it's like I'm still not completely. Yeah. You're awake. all creaky. You know? <clears> so like... I'm relaxed. I do 20 minutes. Do you ever uh, fall asleep when you're meditating? If you do that, you're doing it wrong. I've heard that. I don't fall asleep. Great. You're doing it right. <clears throat> um, I've decided. I have I mean sometimes I'll get tired, but I don't I don't fall asleep. Okay. Although technically, if you are if if sometimes at night if I can't sleep, I'll start to do like some of the meditation. Shut the body head. down, just ready to go. And I'll fall asleep. So I do okay. twenty minutes, then I get up. 
<clears throat> I make my espresso. Okay. My coffee. All right. So let's talk about that. I do like uh, do you do one shot, two shots, two shots, little foam milk. No, I do two shots. I basically make an americano. So two, two shots, shots a little, little hot, hot water. water, and some and some cream. Beautiful. And it's it's real good. Magic. Sounds great. And I, I sit that. on the couch with the windows and the sun's coming up. Oh, you're just basking in life at this point. And no, some, sometimes one of the dogs might wander do you ever, out. Do you ever yell, I'm invincible, immediately? Like when you when you just feel the sun after that? <laughs> yes. you just... I'm invincible! <laughs> My dick's out! <laughs> it's your problem! You deal with it! <laughs> so, okay. So, dog comes out. You say hi to the dog. This is now. This has put us at. Uh, let's say you're. Let's say you've woken up at six fifteen. <clears throat> I'm at six thirty. You're general. at six thirty right now. Yeah. In general, between six thirty okay. and six forty, I'm. So I'm, this with twenty I'm minutes with... of meditation, water splashing, espresso making, we're probably looking at it's seven a.m. right now. Uh, it's pro. It's usually quarter to seven by the time I'm Done having meditating? my coffee. Yeah. Wow, you really you're quite a go getter. <laughs> well, I mean, the time that so I... quarter to seven. So Matt woke up four minutes ago. He yeah. doesn't need to splash water on his face. He's already ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is part of my process. Like, is Matt what? awake? Is Matt awake? Yeah. Can I be? It's okay. So do you get up at 6.40 every day? Usually six, well, my alarm is usually set for 6.40. Okay. 6.41. I do not like alarms. I often beat it, though. I often wake up before it. Oh, you beat yeah. <laughs> and you're excited about it? You're like, you're like yeah. Oh, yeah. I beat it. I got a Once boner. Again. What a day. What a what? day. Deal with it. Show your boner. <laughs> this can tell time too. It's a sundial. It's a flash sundial. Depends on how erect I am. Yeah. Sometimes it's also, weird. the seasons. It's strange. I don't. Don't worry about it. Point is, I have a boner and I'm ready to go. And I win. Point is, first confrontation of the day. I win. Matt wins. <laughs> I'm going to send you a picture of my dick tomorrow morning at 6.41 and go deal with it. <laughs> well, I'll just sit down to get my coffee. I oh, won again. Uh, what a day we're having here. All right, so you have coffee, dogs out, windows open. I'm reading. You're reading. What are you reading? You get catching up on the day's news. You got the New York Times in front of you. No, I'm reading my book. You're reading your whatever book, book I whatever have. Whatever book you happen to be reading. Whatever book I happen to be reading. Or right. books. I'll like pick one or two. You're a morning reader, huh? Um, I mean, it's it's probably my primary reading. Let me ask you this: is morning? Why? Why? Why is? Why haven't you taken a shit yet? Because the coffee is like, what coaxes it. Oh yeah, the coffee <laughs> brings it. <laughs> Coffee brings the heat. I mean, not. I, I would say every once in a while, yeah. I wake up and I have to go. Yep. But ninety percent of the time, yeah. or more, I get the coffee. I start to read. I'm having my coffee. By the time my coffee's finished, see, I'm a clockwork, like clockwork, evacuate everything. I pee, shit. Like right when you wake up, then shower, then I'm ready to start the day. Completely empty, ready to fill it back up. <laughs> Do you take a shit and go like, deal with it? <laughs> I just Confront yell. the toilet. I deal with yell. it. This is why I live alone. I just keep yelling constantly. <laughs> deal with it. Confronting, confronting every object in my home. Um, so you're reading your book. I read my read book. for how long? 
Well, it would dep- that, then it kind of depends on my day. So Tuesdays, Tuesdays I work out. Okay, we're dealing with Sunday. So we're, we're all, dealing with Sunday. Yeah, we're only dealing, dealing with Sunday. Sunday. So today, I, I probably so on Sundays I walk the dogs okay. in the morning. All right, all the way around Elysian Park. Should we? Should is it? More, do you think it's more interesting to the listener to deal with like a regular weekday, like to see how their two greatest heroes, Scott Moser and Matt Myra, <laughs> get through a workday, like get through a weekday? I mean, right now it's not that much different. Yeah, I know. The only difference for you, it's not different. <clears throat> for you, it's different. For well, me, it's yeah. not that different. Yeah. For you, it would be different. Your leisure day versus your yeah, yeah. day during the week. My right now because I'm not like on any kind of full time job. It's like mine is not. What different. day do we both work out? Tuesday. I don't work out Wednesday. Thursday. You work out Thursdays, right? I train Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. And okay. Then I go to the gym Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Let's do. Let's do. Let's do a Thursday. Let's talk about a Thursday. Everything okay. still applies to Thursday, correct? Everything you've done Everything's so the far. Same. I do the same. Like Great. What I've described, the reading part, yep. is all the same. So on a Thursday, I work out at 10. Okay. I would rather do 9, I just want to say. For the record. For the record, I would rather do 9 because like, by the well, time... Do you know what time I do on Thursdays? 9. 8. You do 8. <laughs> I do 8. So I do 8 on Tuesdays. Would 8 be too early for you on Thursdays? I can't trade with you. I need. I know. I still need my eight. I know. That's why. <laughs> that's why I go to. Who has nine? Hardwick. Hardwick has. Hardwick has nine. I do eight on Tuesday. Yeah, you do. And it's fine. It's like, it's thirty minutes. I wish I had eight thirty. I did eight thirty is between eight thirty and nine is perfect. That's your prime. That's your prime time. Well, that's where it's like I get up. Your boner's gone. Because I got to eat an hour ahead when I'm training with Tom. Yep. So if I do Monday, Wednesday. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I do cardio. Yep. I don't eat anything. I just get up. And burn. And I, I get up, I have coffee, I read, and then I go. So I'm at the gym by like 7.30. You you can do that? You have yeah. no fuel in your system. You can just go for if it. If I do cardio. Yeah. If I do weights, I can't. So when you say cardio, you're talking, you're talking. I either you could play do squash. 30 minutes on the, on the Stairmaster. I do 40. 40? God damn it. 40 minutes on the Stairmaster. I do, four, I do a 10-minute warm-up, 40 minutes I on would the kill myself 15 minutes in. I can do 10 minutes on a Stairmaster without hating everything. But Why well, do the one minute? that goes... I do the one... I do, like, the one that's staggered, so it's slow and then fast and slow, fast, fast, mm-hmm. fast, slow, mm-hmm. fast, so it goes... I mean, I could try it, but I'm not going to say I'm going to like it. I can't... I can't promise anything. I, I just sort of... I do that or I play squash. Okay. If I play squash... The f- I, I kind of need a little bit of fuel, but mm-hmm. not that much. As long as it's cardio, I don't need that much fuel. If I if I'm doing weights, like with Tom, I, I I'll last like five minutes before I start to feel nauseous. So what do you need for fuel? You gotta you gotta. I uh, so I have one of those slow cookers. Yep. So what I do on Sunday mm-hmm. is, or Monday because I don't need it on Monday. I take take the slow cooker right. Mm-hmm. Put uh, I got steel coat steel cut oatmeal mm-hmm. right. Two, two cups of almond milk and two cups of water. Mm-hmm. Put it in the slow cooker. Put a cup of the oatmeal in, and just turn it on four hours, and then it slow cooks the oatmeal. And then I put it in a container, and so then I have that's all the oatmeal I'll need for the week. Wow! And so an hour before I work out, by Friday it doesn't taste like it was a little old. Yeah, yeah. So by Friday, so then like today we went to the farmers market, mm-hmm. get a bunch of berries. Yep. So. Monday, so then I, an hour before I work out, I have oatmeal, 
with some berries and some almond milk. And that's what I eat before I train. Good. I like it. But you got to do it an hour ahead. An hour, yeah. 40, 45 to an hour. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to vomit. That's where the 8 a.m. is like. It means that I get up, I do everything by 6.45, and then I'm like, oh, I got to eat in 15 minutes. And so that little, the the, the half the f- hour. That five-minute push-up for you. The half hour gives me that, like, if at 8.30 would give me the window to, like, finish meditating, have a coffee, and relax. Now I got to have my coffee, start making it's my too own. much. It's, it's too all, much. You can't be expected to do that. It's too compacted for me. <laughs> but I do it. I don't mind that. The 10, though, is like I end up sitting around. So on a normal Thursday, I'll do all that stuff, <clears throat> and then I eat by, like, 8-ish. I, I'm kind of like, I might answer emails and do some stuff and then eat at nine and then sort of head to the gym. I eat right. I, I try to eat as early as possible. Sort of kick, tar- kick start the metabolism. Gotcha. Let it go. Let it, let it, just like that Frozen song. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> I bought that song on iTunes. Really? Yeah. Why? It just was like, whoa, why is the song stuck in my head? If I own it and listen to oh, it. Then maybe it would go out of your head? Go out of your head. Did it work? And it worked until we just started talking about the song. And I was like, I bought it like go. a month ago. And I was like. Now it's in my fucking head, too. We yep. got to think of another song. All right. Um, Billy Joel. Billy Joel. Still rock and roll to me. You're welcome. Still rock and roll. It's a matter with the car I'm driving. <laughs> Let it go. Uh <clears throat> Okay, so you're all right. Let's let's go back here. Do you see your wife in the morning? Does she wake up? Usually, um, like today, she's probably up at like she gets up. Sometimes she gets up at seven. She'll get up between seven and eight. So it's like it's, good window. It's it's a, good. That's a respectable time for a human to wake up. Yeah, and she doesn't like to get up in the morning. As much Anytime as after eight, I'm not. and she's real like so. So she'll get up and have tea, and she'll kind of watch some television and stuff. Um, so usually I'll see her before I leave, except for on Tuesdays because I leave at seven fifteen or whatever. Um, today, because during the week she walks the dogs in the morning, today is my day every week. So Mm -hmm. I get up by the time she gets up to watch TV, she's watching Sunday morning, CBS Sunday morning, which I love. It's good. It's a good show. And, uh, like the tone and I usually walk the dogs, which you've done it with me. I don't know if we did. Do we do the the full? I don't know. There's a full or a half. Um, one takes about 45 minutes. The other one takes like a half hour. I feel like we've done both. We've probably we've been through it all, Scott. So I did that today, and we were running today. Sometimes Ooh. I run with them. That sounds fun. Yeah. So I was back by 8.30. <sighs> World hasn't even really splashed water on its face yet, and you're already back. I was up by 8.30. I was back by 8.30 today. I feed the dogs, and then on Sundays, we go to the Hollywood Farmer's Market. So we went there this morning. World famous Hollywood Farmer's Market. For the week. Um, Fruit and veggies. You ever think about maybe just like going for the extra drive and going out to Santa Monica? Um, I I do. It's awesome. It's a pretty amazing one, but it's it's, Far, man. far, especially for you. Yeah, I mean, you're far. 20 minutes further away from it than I am. Yeah, it's kind of far. And Hollywood's good. Yeah, and that, to me, like Hollywood too is like if you can get there. I mean, the thing about Hollywood is if you can get there early. Yeah, if you get there at like eight, it's awesome. Yeah, but if you get there by like 
by ten o'clock, that place is a zoo. Yeah, it's too. It's just too packed for me. I like the large Mont uh, Farmers Market. It's real tiny. We have like Silver Lake. Yeah, which is Saturday, Thursday at Waters on Sunday, mm-hmm. and uh, Echo Park has one Friday night. But I'm, I'm Friday night. Home. Yeah. Cool. Friday night. Oh. Oh, Friday night. Um, so then. Uh, so on a Sunday, well, now I'm jumping days. We were talking about Thursday. We were talking about Thursday. Oh, uh, Thursday, Thursday. I, would, I would be back by 11. I would... Be uh, back from training by 11. Uh, like 11.15. Wow. I will say my... What the hell takes you so long? So, uh, well, if I leave there at like... If it's from 10 to 11, I leave at 11. I can't be oh, home at 11.01. Oh, That's like, not humanly possible. I thought you were done at 10. No, I, I start at 10. I finish at 11. I usually stop at Chipotle... Oh, get, yeah, get a bowl. And get a bowl with double chicken to get my protein. But I only eat half, and then I save the other half for the next day. Wow. You're really doing it. That's why you double the chicken. You're eating the regular amount of chicken. Yeah. You save yourself a trip. You're really smart, Scott. Really proud of you. <laughs> I stand in front of my bowl, and I'm like, deal with it. <laughs> this is Scott my double it. chicken. Scott's put his dick on this the table. This is my double, double flaccid chicken. <laughs> Double flaccid chicken. Uh, okay, so that that brings you. Okay, so you now get home. You get home, which is very, which is which I'll say is like is very indicative of almost every day. Is that mm-hmm. I get up, coffee, get up naked, I put on clothes, mm-hmm. uh, turn on the coffee machine, bathroom, blah, blah blah. Scott, you haven't showered yet. Meditate. This is I'm worrisome. Not this is worrisome. Read. I read, and then. And then I do either Sundays I walk the dogs, but other than that, every other day of the week I work out. And then I am home by Thursday would be the late day, which is eleven twenty. Okay. Every other day I'm usually back from working out by like nine. Yeah. Yeah. Thursdays Thursdays late, huh? That's too bad. Yeah. I gotta tra- I gotta tra- I train I train Monday nights. It's concrete. No, it's not. Oh, is it fake? Is it a treatment? I don't know if it is or not. It feels very weird. Oh, no, that's not concrete. I mean, it's definitely like... It, it's like dry... It, it's a coated drywall. It looks and feels... Like concrete it, until you, you tap on yeah, it. And you know it's not concrete. Guys, we're learning a lot about the studio today and each other. You're learning a lot about something you cannot see. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, I mean, eventually you'll be able to see it. Yeah. Here. Uh... Just go to my Instagram and you'll see Scott with the uh, with the wall. He's not happy about it. There you go. <laughs> oh yeah, look at the wall. He doesn't get it. What's happening? How is that wall? I don't understand. <laughs> I'm gonna post all three of those in a row. <laughs> so dumb. Uh, okay, so you get home. You have this half a chicken bowl from Chipotle. Well, I do that at noon, so I don't get home and what do it get? immediately. I get home, and then I have my protein shake. What do you get? What do you get? Ooh, protein shake. Let's talk about that. What are you putting there? Just some whey protein and some water? Almond milk and some whey protein. Almond milk and some whey protein. You're big in this almond milk situation. I like almond milk. Uh, I can make almond milk. My wife makes it. It's really good. It. I like f- fresh-made almond milk is great. It's just time-consuming. Yeah. I mean, it's not even time-consuming from the point of view of how much time you have to put into it. It's like you soak almonds and you strain them and then you add some vanilla and blah, blah, blah. It's pretty easy. Um, But it's just like... It's a lot of work. work. Yeah. It's a lot of work for not a lot of reward. When I have time, I do stuff. I have been making my own peanut butter. 
since mm-hmm. I got this Vitamix situation. And I got to tell you, it's great. It's the best. It's so much better. I have a glass jar. And you're using, like, basically fresh peanuts. Just peanuts. Yeah, that's all I put in it. That's it. You yeah. just put peanuts in, yeah. the, in the Vitamix. Yeah. And what I do is I, I buy salted and unsalted peanuts. And you mix them. Mix them together, half the sodium. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. It's great. And it costs me nothing. Like, it's like I'm it's like a I'm, dollar. It's like I'm wholesale. I'm a wholesale peanut butter guy. You need some peanut butter, Scott? <laughs> I do. I can get you some peanut I'll butter. Take some peanut butter. Uh, well, I have a Vitamix, so it's really easy to do. It's amazing. I there's a lot the almond milk thing is like easy to do. But I consume too much. So you're better off having it produced in mass by Altadena. Yes. <laughs> That's the problem is I drink too much, so it's like it would take it would it, then it would become. What are the really benefits? Expensive. Well, actually, I mean, maybe you don't even know the answer to this because you're not as concerned as I am about carbohydrates. But what's like the carb count in a in an almond milk situation? Can't be much, right? Um, I don't think it's that. Much. Scott's gonna look it up. See, I try to I try to stay. That's always that's what I, my big thing I look at on the back of a label of a like a nutrition label is is uh, carbs and dietary fiber and sugar alcohol cuz that can let I can then get the net carbs from that. And you want to keep I your- drink the unsweetened kind. Okay, that's probably helping you already. Um I don't really I mean I'm not a sweet person. I think you're lovely. <laughs> that was amazing. That was a fucking routine. <laughs> we should go and do that on stage. <laughs> I don't, I'm not a really sweet kind of guy. Well, I think you're lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Folks Please stop throwing things at us. <laughs> That's our Catskills joke right there. Uh, we should do the Catskills. Have you ever been there? Nope. Yes, that's a lie. I've been to the Catskills. I also enjoy whatever the... Uh, there's a couple episodes of the Dick Van Dyke show where they go to the Catskills. And for some reason, Buddy plays a cello. All right, here's the nutrition ingredients for vanilla unsweetened. Ready? Yep. Okay, what do you want to know? I want to know carbohydrates. Uh, total carbohydrates, two grams. Two grams of carbs, really? Yeah. Wow. So, fiber? Uh, dietary fiber, one gram. What? So no. you're netting one carb per... This is interesting. Is that a lot? This, no, that's nothing. I don't I don't really count carbs I know at you all. don't. Wow. So it's... it's, it's a, Scott, a, a, I might switch to unsweetened almond... Vanilla serving milk. size is one cup, so that's per okay. cup. Yeah, uh, total fat 2.5 grams, saturated zero, trans zero, cholesterol zero, <laughs> sodium 180 milligrams. That's not a lot of sodium, uh, uh, and one gram of protein, zero sugar, one gram of protein in there, too. Scott, you've convinced me to get over there to the almond milk store. This is the kind I drink, and somebody could be like, That's the worst kind, is a blue diamond. Uh, vanilla unsweetened is the kind wow. I, I do have. You made me really made my milk world just turn around on its side. It's like why well, use it in my I protein? Don't really I don't. I the only I thing I, I like is it. I like cream in my coffee. Uh, you're too. the cream in half. my coffee. Yeah, I like. We should just do an entire an episode. Uh, like the, the the we decided we're going to do it. We're not going to do it. <laughs> 
Oh, what a tragedy. The only thing we've ever followed through on was the Beverly Hills Cop uh, commentary. So one for Yeah, thousand. one for a thousand. But I'd like to I'd like to do another commentary track for something. <sighs> All right, we'll think about it. Like a James Bond movie or something. Like an old But you have a whole I have a podcast whole podcast devoted Yeah, but like never live commentary on it. Oh. I mean, I wanted to do RoboCop 2, and you weren't into that idea at all. Let's do something that's like an hour and a half. If is people that, want to suggest something... Like, is that a long movie? I don't even know. I think it's like two hours, isn't it? I didn't. I think I locked it up, and I was like, it's two hours. It's too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's too long. <laughs> all right. Well, guys, if you have a suggestion for a movie that's an hour and a half long for Scott and I to talk over, we'd be yeah. glad to hear it. <laughs> also, Hashtag. please vote Splash Yes. Splash Yes or, or Splash, splash no. no. And also, don't suggest the movie Splash. No. To be funny. Because that's... <laughs> Because that's a good movie. Yeah. I mean, we don't want to talk over a good movie. No. No. We want to talk over a bad dicks. movie. If we want to talk over a good movie, we do a commentary for Jaws. And the point is... We and what would there. you say? What do you end up saying beyond, like... I was just talking about oh, how like fucking great it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Like, look at Larry Vaughn's suit made of boat anchors. It's <laughs> fucking gorgeous. You should get one. Uh, Paul F. Tompkins had one made. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's great. He wore it on at midnight the last time he did it at midnight. But they found that he tracked the fabric down somewhere and had someone make a suit nice. out of it. Nice. It's pretty cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. That's fucking great. It's good. I'm not, Murray Hamilton. I'm not taking away Murray from Paul. Hamilton. Go, Paul. Go, Paul. I Murray was... Hamilton, uh, the late great, we'll call him. Yep. Uh, so, Scott, uh, we went through your morning. I think we're pretty much done with your day. Uh, it, uh, then, it, then once you get past a certain point... It, during the week, it's, it's too like, much. I can't too much tell variation. you what it is. Yeah. Guy, Mine's just, ver- lots of variation. You're beholden to no man. I am not. You do beholden, I'm beholden to no man. Want to do? What I you stand in the it. fucking giant, fucking picture frame window in my house, and my so pants off, dick, and say, "Deal with fucking it." Fucking rock hard. Yeah. And I point at the mailman, and I'm like, "Deal with it." <laughs> <laughs> he always flinches, like you're gonna throw cum on him, but yeah. You never do. I just shoot my wad against the window and I just, <laughs> just slowly <laughs> during the course of the day. You're in a filthy window with just so yeah. many streaks. Scott, come on. Just fucking raining over the neighborhood. It's my house. I do what I want. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be so. I don't know if I'd walk by your house more or less. Like I'd probably want to see. Like, watch this. Watch this crazy guy. I'm like, I'm telling you, it's just you never know when he's there. Oh, there he is. <laughs> watch just look at just him. Watch. Just look at him. He's gonna. He's gonna. I know it's hard to hear through the glass, but he just said. He said deal, deal with, with it. it. <laughs> and then watch. He's gonna. Now, he's gonna come all over the wood. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, breeds. Fee breeds. What are you? I'm still. I'm just about to finish Game of Thrones book one, which I think I was saying that. And then it's only been a week. We can't read that much, people. But I did. Uh, here's what I have to say. I I just I started reading Rob Sheffield's first book because I had just finished. Um, I had just finished talking to girls about Duran Duran. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I've just started his first book. I'm probably 20% of the way through it. I know I'm 20% because I'm reading it on a Kindle. I know I'm 20% of the way through it. Really good so far. Really and what's good. it called? It, it, Love is a mixtape, I believe it's called. Huh. It's it, it, Actually, the first chapter is kind of heartbreaking because he talks about his wife uh, 
Renee, who died when she was 31 of a pulmonary embolism. Ooh. Like, like talks about like how they only had five years together, married, and how everything was great, and then all of a sudden, but uh, what he has left over are all her mixtapes. So he's like, go, like he was going, in the first chapter, he's going through the mixtapes, and it's really very touching. Uh, and then, um, and then he sort of starts, it's like a memoir. So he goes through his life with like just the idea of a mixtape of his life. So that's pretty cool. Which is, I mean, it's and very it's fiction. No, it's nonsense. It's not oh, fiction. Wow. It's real. It's Rob Sheffield, Rolling Stone writer. So I would recommend so far, I'd recommend that book. I'm reading that right now. Okay. And hopefully by the next episode, I will be able to give you a full hearted, Yes, read this book recommendation. But right now, read at least the first twenty percent of it. I'm trying to think if I can pull like something I've read a long time ago that would be good. Is there is there maybe like a like a like a good fictional book about like someone who splashes water on their face? Or? Yes, it's called. <laughs> it's called. Um, I, I have a movie. Would I you name your book? What would you name your name? What would the name of Scott Mosier's memoir be? Oh my god, I don't know. Would it be me, Mosier, and Mo- me, Mosier, and I? That's what I would call it if I were you. I'd call it me, Mosier, and I. Me, Mosier, and I. Yep, it's just all about. It's all about you. Me, Mosier, and I. Me, me Mosier, and I. Yeah, it's like me, myself, and I'm I. I'm not gonna use it. But it's like me, <laughs> just because I have an M. That's like myself. Yeah, I need something catchier than that. Me, Myra, and I. That's what I'm calling Me, Myra. Myra. <laughs> <laughs> Me, myself, and Myra. We could release them together. All right. Me, we can go chapter for chapter. Me, Mojo, and Myra. Just like we were describing this is, our mornings. This is fucking great. We're done. I love this. Why do we even need We could just do audio. I didn't even audio, describe audio, my audio to anybody. An audio biography. <laughs> is anyone, I mean, look, that's a good question. Where it's like, now that podcasting is popular, it's like, how many yeah. people are going to get in their life and be like, I'm going to write an autobiography? And everyone's like, and tell us what. Yeah. Like, what, what is there to say? What could yeah. there be? Like, what are you going to fucking say? We've heard, like, uh, weekly updates of your life for 20 so years. There's so much of my life out there. No one it's cares. insane. No one's going to care. No one cares. Because not only this, it's like, there's it's all the social media. It's like, yeah. the do- your autobiography is already written. Well, Think about that. Whoa. Deal with it. You just fucking <laughs> dropped a dick nugget on Deal us. Deal with it. <laughs> Deal with that. Everyone's autobiography is already written. Wow. That is, in a, in a way, that's very true. Because people are going to start to die off. Like, there's still people out there where you're like, oh, what about, you know, what about so-and-so who's 80 right now? Yeah. There's got to be a portion of his life that's undocumented. But for a, little, a bunch of us, I mean, technically, uh, I guess we're still in the age where the early years are, you know. Although I've told stories like we're just, Kevin and I did a like, and I told another story that I was like from my past that no one had heard. And I'm like, that's gone. Wow. That can't be in my autobiography wow. now. So you're saying that your autobiography, if you were to write one, would have to include information that isn't already out there. Or you'd feel like you're ripping off the audience. Well, I just feel like I'm repeating myself. Yeah, but don't you wish you – don't you kind of want time to sort of craft the story, the way the story's told? Like, just sort of, like, get real, like, specific about it. Like, I don't know what story you're referring to. Yeah, but don't you think so? So, like, I tell the so I told the story at the comedy store Friday night, right? Mm-hmm. So then I go back and I'm like, I'm going to I'm gonna really 
break it down a little bit more and tell the story again. But then somebody's reading, they're like, oh, he fucking told that story of the comedy store. And then they skim through it, and it doesn't even matter. I don't know if that would happen. But what you're describing is how a lot of people write who do stand-up. You know, you record that that first time you're telling that story. But that's different. That's... I would say that that's a little bit different. I mean, I understand what you're getting at, which is like in order to hone... That joke, you want to hear it and yeah. and hear people's reaction to it and get your timing right. down and et cetera, et cetera. But what I'm saying is like at the end of your life after you've performed – that, but that would be like you've told that story in stand-up mm-hmm. a bunch of times. You finally did your Comedy Central special yep. and you did it and then you're going to tell it again in your autobiography? Mm. That's what, what I'm saying. saying. What I'm what saying, saying is like it gets diluted down to like – like the only reason to do it in your autobiography if you're like – I know how to make this even funnier or to shock everybody and be like, this is not funny. This is the most painful moment in my life. <laughs> Whoa. This guy, you're getting dark. Like you got to flip it. Otherwise it's like, you know, but, but it's still, because if you're a comedian and you're listening back, it's like your idea is to improve upon it is my point. Yeah. So if you're writing your autobiography and you're like, how am I going to make this funnier on the page, especially where it's like, it's a completely different, way for people to interface with it than like you telling the joke do you so when you're so what you're saying is that well it's interesting too like people like i mean there are kids now that have been ever since they were able to think cognitively and on their own they've been on facebook yeah and they've been documenting their lives yeah so it's all there you know it's all there on two levels like one when they're older, it's just like you'll probably be able to push a button and and this and it, it'll spit out an autobiography essentially with photos. I mean, yeah, essentially, because you're still like in an autobiography unless it's an unauthorized autobiography where somebody's going like, no, they didn't. That's not that's not what they thought or yeah. that's not what they look like. This is what they look like. This is because everything on everything on social media is a presentation. It's true. It's not like it's not like anyone goes on there and goes like. People don't go through their photos and choose the ones – they don't choose bad photos. Right. Or if they do choose a bad photo, they're completely conscious of everything they're doing. They're basically saying, like, I'm going to put a shitty photo up because it's funny. Yeah. Or because I want to show how dumb I looked at that point. But it's yep. still because it's like they think they'll get more attention. But generally speaking, people are going, like, I don't want to put that photo – like, I don't look good here. I don't look good there. Here I look amazing. And you're trying to present it as, like, this is the way I look all the time. Well, isn't that sort of like – if you're writing your memoir, aren't you presenting? Are you, you're presenting it the way you want to present it anyway? Of course. So what you're doing online is just doing that in over, which in, goes over, to in my, real time. Which is goes to my point. It's like your autobiography becomes even less, you know, unless you're going to reflect back and be like, I remember at that time I wrote this, and yeah. that was bullshit. But I didn't nobody, like that. I mean, person. nobody knows what the fuck I was thinking before I was. I guess I was twenty. Or 23 so when 20, I started podcasting. You have that amount of time, but how many times since you started doing it have you told? Interesting. I mean, here's my thing. Like, yeah. Like, I think back, I definitely like get to a point where I'm like, I remember I told this like cocaine story mm-hmm. when we were in Wisconsin. Kevin and I were doing a show and like we did one show and then we went out to the bus and we had to do another show like right after it's all the material, and I was like, I have one drug story. That's all I got, this cocaine story. So I did it, and then I, he was like, that was great. And I'm like, I said, that's it. Like, that's all I had. I was like, I don't have any more, like, drug stories that would have any 
that I could even like a shitty drug story. Yeah, that you could, that you could just work real yeah. hard into like something. I was like, I don't even have that. I just have like, I did drugs other times, but there were they're not stories. They're yeah, like just events. It just yeah. happened. Yeah, you eat cereal. Ooh. Maybe there's a story around that, <laughs> <laughs> but generally speaking, it just happens. That's that's an interesting sort of. It's so it's weird too. Like the more and more people that have podcasts, like. I mean, I you know, you're on two of them. I'm on three of them. Mm-hmm. It's just it just gets to a point where you're like, well, what? Like that was actually a worry of mine today. Of like, I was like, I just did a podcast for an hour, and then you got to sit in here, and, and then like, I'm going to come in here and do one. Am I going to be able to talk about different stuff? Yeah. Even though the other podcast was more focused, I was just like worried that my material would be like too similar. But I did want to, in case no one listens to the Game of Thrones podcast, I did want to share the greatest idea ever for the Shawshank. Redemption. Sequel, yeah. And this is the I mean, I, just, I just wanted you all to know that that's a thing that should happen. <laughs> the re- the redemption. Shawshank, Shawshank Redemption 2 or do you have Shawshank an actual Redemption title? 2. Shawshank Redemption 2. You want to like definitely make people... Shanksgiving? Shanksgiving. <laughs> this Shanksgiving. <laughs> like Red accidentally invites this girl over that... that uh, that Andy used to date, you know, because yeah. they're in Mexico. I assume they're running through that place. It feels like a, it almost feels like you've turned it into a a show. Well, maybe it is a show. It's very maybe that's the it's show. A situation comedy. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm or, so or excited. sitcom for short. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah, see yeah. what you're saying. I see. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. But was it another side note about the whole watching the Game of Thrones thing, like that? Sitting down and watching that was the f- that was the first time I'd sat down and watched a fictionalized hour of television in so long. Yeah, so long. Like, how did it feel? Season seven of House was probably the last time I did that. Huh? Yeah. How did it feel? Felt good. Did you watch the first episode? No, I watched. Uh, I watched the sixth episode of the first season, Golden Crown. Which is where uh, Dragon Lady's uh, brother gets oh, the gold called, poured on his called head. Called Drago, yeah. They yeah, yeah. Make, give, give him his, the crown that he they wants. give him the crown he wants yeah, so bad. Yeah, that's yeah, a pretty cool episode. And Sean Bean starts a war. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's a good show, man. Yeah. No, no, I see it. Like, it's, I a see good, it. it's a really good show, and, uh, and, and I do think that the books are... Um, it's not like you... It's not like you've seen the show that reading the books is not fun because you're yeah. just like, oh, I've read it all. It's like it's actually more fun. Yeah, I like the books. Interesting. Well, I find that like rereading a book at a different point in your life is always a fun thing to do too. Oh, like a book from the – Like a book that you maybe read when you were like 18 and then picking it up again and rereading I've thought a lot about rereading Geek Love, which is like one of my – like. When I was eighteen, uh-huh. here's, I mean, I probably I might have talked about it before on the podcast. You probably did, but as we just discussed, you have no new life stories. As, I have none. Yeah, um, that was like the book that I read. That I was like, I was about eighteen or nineteen, mm-hmm. or no, I just shot. I just, I think we just shot Clerk, so I was twenty, and I came back and I was living at my parents' farmhouse up in the attic, mm-hmm. and uh, I was broke, and I bought that book. And I read it, and I was like, it was the first book as an adult I really read that I was like, oh, this is fucking awesome. And I tore through it. Interesting. And I've been thinking about rereading it because I'm like, I loved it that much. And Why don't you option it? Oh, a million people have had it. 
And they've never been able to do anything with it? I think Tim Burton still has it. You know who had it for years is fucking Harry. I think Harry Anderson had it. Really? There's a great article on Wired about it. Interesting. Because she hasn't written a book since. Wow. And it's been like forever. And it's amazing. I've never read it. It's an awesome book. So this is your theme reads. I will say, if I've never brought it up before, that that is a huge... You haven't brought it up here on this podcast. That is an A1 theme read for me. Like That is like one of the best books I've ever written. Nice. Re- re- read. Read. You've not written it. I didn't write it. Not yet. It was written by Catherine Dunn. Uh, D-U-N-N. Um, it's awesome. I own a first edition of it. Nice. I have a first edition. I have of a it. first edition of my... I, I generally, if I have a favorite, like, really, yeah, yeah. Like, really love a book, I'll get the first edition of it. I have a first edition of that. I have a couple. My wife has more. Yeah. But I that was the one where I was like, I wanted a first edition of that. I yeah. love that book. I got... That's... I, I, I track now a First edition English copy of High Fidelity. Nice. Yeah. Love it. It's exciting. It really is. We're, we're exciting people here on Phoebe. We're the most exciting probably podcast duo that there's ever been in this room right now. <laughs> that reminds me of that fucking... Do you, do you ever seen Roxanne? Yeah. When Fred Willard is like... He's the mayor, I think. And they're having yes, a party. The and I believe this is a joke where he says, I would rather be with you people... I'd rather be with all of you than the finest people in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and his delivery is even better than mine. Fred Willard's amazing. He's fucking genius. Still going. Still going strong. He's still Fred going. He's funnier than you. Funnier than me. Yeah. Funnier I mean, than us put together. No problem with that. We all agree. Funnier than me naked, well, jerking off onto the window, my picture frame window. It's pretty funny. At the mailman. <laughs> it's pretty funny. At the mailman. What if it's a male lady? Oh, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah, that's inappropriate, that's right? <laughs> Man, man, I can deal with it. Yeah, I'm like, you do this. <laughs> you know what's up. <laughs> you do this at your house. You're probably doing it right. When yeah. you get home, you're gonna be doing yeah. this. You know, so it's like the mail now gets to my house at like eight thirty p.m. I have here. I'm gonna. Uh, here's a fucking gripe. Would Go. you just stop fucking sending the fucking goddamn like Walgreens like the, all flyers? that shit? Like, just stop it. Those flyers, yeah. Like we're we're paying somebody to deliver shit. <laughs> it's true. Have you ever opened those flyers? I've never opened them. No. Probably good for coupon people. You ever watch a? If you're a coupon person, it's yep. like you've you've got ways and means, yeah, which yeah, aren't yeah. you hanging out by the fucking mailbox? Yeah, you'll hang out by the dumpster. Yeah, like if you go to those fucking like extreme couponers, yeah. th- that's not. Have you watched that show? I watched it once. It's a fascinating sort of I, you know, seemingly I watched, full-time job for them. I watched it once, and I was like, why would you ever need to watch this again? <laughs> it reminds me of the kind of show where I'm like, You're what's exactly going to happen right. next week? You're exactly right. What's going to happen next week? Someone's going to fucking go buy a bunch of toothpaste. But that's the same. But that's sort of. <laughs> and the, build shelves and an extra room to store everything. Yeah. I'm like, it's the same fucking story but over that again. that is sort of. They need. Someone needs. They need. And I'm not. And I, listen. I, I'm Look. Someone needs to die. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Scott. <laughs> I'm not saying that they should do that, but I, I'm not advocating it. That's part of the appeal to me. There needs to be coupon mystery. I mean, I don't watch that show, but like that's the appeal of like Kitchen Nightmares and Bar Rescue to me. Same thing is going to happen every time. Yeah, but you, can, you it's like but there's a <clears throat> to me with that, it's like you can go to a pizza place or you can go to like at least it's like the illusion of it being different yeah. is there. Like to me, screen coupon is like this. Is Bob, 
He buys a lot of shit with coupons. This is Carol. She does the same shit. And they always have a room or a basement it's always, with it's shelves. It's always the same fucking products they have. Yeah, they buy the same fucking of, shit. Like, Powerade Zero is on sale. Yeah. So, and then you look at them so and you're like, you guys don't work out. What are you like, doing with yeah. that? <laughs> they have so much toothpaste, so many toothbrushes. Yeah. It's just, it's all, like, it's, like it's never somebody who's like, I got a coupon. I bought a, a ton of bullets. Yeah. Like, it's always the same stuff. It's and then, bullshit. like, you're at a certain point, like, you'll never get through that toothpaste. Like, you will never fucking... I got news for you, people. You're not using the toothpaste. <laughs> no. And I, like, I get the one where at least I saw one where the guy was, like, he donates, like, yeah. a big percentage of it to charity, which yeah. is, like, that's cool. But yeah. once you watch that once, I'm like, well, I feel good and I don't need yeah. to have that experience. Right anymore. on. Yeah. I want the evil couponer. Oh, there's... I, I bet there's a couple. There's a couple. It's still not going to make me watch It's still it. fast. That, like when they go to the register and then their total is like, we owe you a dollar. Once again, that Hoarders, I watched Hoarders once. I was like, that's oh. fucked up. I don't want to watch it again, though. I don't want to. I don't love. I don't like repetitive. Hoarders. I don't like repetition. <laughs> I love me some Hoarders. Hoarders I like to Didn't call die? overly emotional fat people. That's what I call hoarders. That's your you're gonna that's rename I, the show. That's what I rename the show. You'd watch that, right? Overly emotional fat I'd people. Watch it once. Yeah, all and right. Then I would feel right, like, like hang on, this is hoarders. <laughs> yeah, this is just renamed. I've been fooled in by the evil couponer. Now there's always like some sort of traumatic like. Well, yeah, nobody starts bullshit experience. For no experience like it's just so the hoarding thing is like. But my, what I do love about hoarding, hoarders though is every time I do watch it, I I throw out a shit ton of stuff. I'm like, I don't need this. I don't so you need use this. it for motivation. This. Yeah. Well, that's good. I get that. Thanks. Thanks, buddy. Because you, you, is it because you fear? Like, there's somewhere where you see like five magazines in the corner, and you're like, I'm a hoarder. I'm a, I'm yeah, just close to being I, a hoarder. Yeah, I want to keep magazines. Well, I have so many guitars. It's like, oh, oh. that's not really hoarding, though. is it? Are you sure? I mean, when, when I see that show, it's like you walk into their bedroom and you can't move. Yeah. And basically, they're just like, oh, this is like a. This is like all the people who, who like save all those fucking newspaper flyers from the mail and they have like stacks of them. Yeah. Or they have like. Yeah, that's like that. And yeah. it's like, what are you going to do? And like, I didn't, when I was a kid, I didn't. I just thought that that's what it was like. Like at a house. <laughs> you get old. Like, I was just like, all right, you just, this is like, you just, just like, throw shit away. just like stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, all that like stuff that was like on sale. So I bought this. Yeah. Like, I remember having like a. Like a Kenny G tape, still wrapped up in its plastic, and I was like, "What is this for?" She's like, "Oh, it was like four dollars." Like, you ever gonna listen to it? She's like, "Probably not." I was like, "What is going Why on?" Would you buy and then, like, when I saw hoarders, I was like, "Oh, there's a name. There's a name." She for was that. a hoarder. Oh yeah. As far as I know, she's still a hoarder, and like, there the house is like. Last I heard, the house is like impossible to move around in. See, that's the thing. Like, I go to your house and I'm like, you've got a lot of guitars, but it's like, you can have a lot of whatever. You can have yeah. a lot of books. I have a lot of books. Yeah. 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 We're okay. We're fine. We're okay. I don't feel like a hoarder. It's I have not. a library with okay. books in it. That's yep. not hoarding. <laughs> that's called collecting. <laughs> that's like, if you're hoarding, you would just stack guitars. You would buy, gar- you would be going out going like, I got this car for $5. Or what? You would go to like thrift stores and just have like a thousand guitars. Right, right, right. And I couldn't move around. I'm like, do you play them? That's the other thing with hoarders. Like, generally speaking, they don't do anything. They don't do anything with the stuff. They put the stuff there, and then they freak out. The thing, too, is, like, they're, like, their penchant for, like, keeping things that, like, they think will be parts of something, like, they'll eventually use. 
Yeah. Like, I have this old microwave in the corner here, and I might use the door off of it for something. Because it's broke. It's like yeah. they keep broke. Yeah. Yeah. I don't get that. But yeah, I watch, I've watched, I watch everything about wants. All right. Well, and you're, then I that's, just tune out. You watch Catfish? No. Have you watched it? The movie? Not the movie. The TV show. No. Did you watch the movie? I've seen the movie. What did you think of the movie? It was, I didn't, I mean, I didn't love it, but I wasn't like. TV show's the same way. No, the TV show's great. I really do enjoy the TV show. I mean, I did, like, into the second season, I was like, all right, it's getting a little old, this premise. We'll see what happens next time around. I did see a movie I can recommend. Please. I thought it was pretty well. What was it? It's called The Galapagos Affair. Mm-hmm. Satan Came to Eden. What? Darwin meets Hitchcock in this murder mystery documentary set in the brutal yet alluring landscape of the Galapagos Islands. Wow. It's out right now, now playing in select theaters. Did you see it, uh, a screening copy of it, or did you go to the theater and see it? Uh, I managed to see a screener copy of it. Mm, interesting. It is awesome. It's a high. It's a, a high documentary recommendation from Scott Mosier. Everybody. It takes place in the. Um, it takes place in, like the. I might get the year wrong, but it's like the late twenties, early thirties. So it's between World War One and World War Two. And it's like this German couple, like, moves to this German, these guys, a doctor and a woman, they basically leave their husband and wife, they take a boat all the way to um, Ecuador, I believe, Then they take a boat out, they find a uninhabited island in the Galapagos, and they settle on it. And that's how it starts. And then they start sending these letters back to Germany of being, like... Telling people what they're doing, and then unbeknownst to them, somebody's published them in the papers, and then other people from Germany start coming, and then things just start to go crazy. Oh my god, this sounds awesome! Go see the here's here's what I'll recommend. Go see I'll the say. Go see the trailer. Go see it, but just check out the trailer, yeah. and you'll get a sense of it. It's called the Galapagos Affair. It's in the theater now. It's in select theaters, uh, Zeitgeist Films, but just keep an eye out for it. Like and 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 there's like there's footage, it's amazing. There's like 16 millimeter footage. Oh wow! There's photos, um, and then the and and they, everyone kept diaries. So, oh wow! So like Kate Blanchett and a bunch of people read, read the diaries. Read the diaries. I'm on board. It's a great. It's it's you'll you'll really dig it. It's like that, and it's such a strange. Um, it's so strange. The the thing that haunts me. I don't know why. It's like the one woman who I believe Kate Blanchett is reading is like they're there alone and she basically is like she she has a burrow or a donkey and she plays with it all the time. There's all this footage of her like dancing with a burrow and stuff. And I don't know why, but I cannot stop thinking about it. It's just so You love a donkey show. Strange. I did. Wow. Uh so see that and uh Oh, yeah. Oh. And there's still, we always forget to do this. There are there are oh, still yeah. Canadian, Canadian sniper, sniper t-shirts. t-shirts. Yeah. There's a few left. And the beauty of the Canadian sniper t-shirt is that once it's done, it's done. But there's going to be a new shirt. Matt, well, here's what Matt is saying: is like, please go out and buy this Canadian sniper yeah, because t-shirts I because want... Matt really has his t-shirt that he wants yeah. to put out, and it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's it the... says "Deal with it." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we could write deal with it on the back. Um, but, uh, yeah, I really want to make the Beverly Hills Phoebe 
shirt. Which is, you can see the art. See the logo. Uh, if you go to Nerdist.com and click on podcast and then Phoebe, you'll see the art there. And I believe on Smodca, Smodco, Smodco might have the art as well. Yeah. Uh, but it's one. Of, it's like, I, I love it. Uh, Dana uh, Lichtenberg, who does uh, all of our art, he did a really great job with that one. I mean, he does a really great job with all of them, but I just thoroughly That's the enjoyed. One that you were I enjoyed tickled. us. You were very. Well, excited I enjoyed us in as, as, uh, as in the varsity Murphy, jackets in the varsity jackets, Beverly Hills Phoebe. Uh Yeah, so get those. You can go to uh, merchtable.com/phoebe, uh, blue collar distro. I mean, you can just you'll find us. Yeah. I tweet about. I it. I think it's merchtable.com is basically where you go. Yeah, and look in stores, and there's Phoebe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's, sure there's just reminded me I have to email Ming about that. He asked me a question about merch table. There's Canadian sniper, and I think that there's, there's like some of the black logo, logo but I think it's like keys. extra small. So any little person out there, yeah, if you have a kid you want to shove that on or yeah. whatever, just do make it. your kid wear just it. Do it. Just do it. Make your kid. I pro make your kid wear it. And uh, I think I'm going to order the Beverly Hills Feed one when it comes out. Mm-hmm. I don't own any of our t-shirts. Do you? No, neither of us do. All my t-shirts are plain. I do like the plain t-shirt. I'm coming around on it. I'm a plain t-shirt guy. <laughs> uh, we'll sign it off as we do every week. Uh, in the words of the great actors, Denzel Washington and, and Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> Make, Make it, it rain. rain. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com.